Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 278 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin a new week of study in our Come Follow Me materials today. We are studying in Jeremiah chapters 30 to 36 basically, uh, just skipping out 34 and 35 according to the materials and we're looking in Lamentations as well. Uh, so one thing to make clear here is that we are not going to be covering all the chapters in Jeremiah uh, this week according to the Come Follow Me materials. There are 52 chapters in Jeremiah but we're stopping at 36 and so we'll focus on uh, the suggested uh, materials. And today we're going to look uh, specifically in chapters 30 to 31 and 33 about how the Lord will bring Israel out of captivity and gather them. So we've spoken about uh, the gathering of Israel in a few chapters last week in Jeremiah, but we speak here again. Now, Jeremiah is one of these prophets, I think, that we can sometimes give a bit of a bad reputation that he is, you know, when you think that Isaiah was called to to preach to the people and share the things he did and that the people would listen to him and uh, be saved for you know another generation or so you think about the prophet lehi who was called to take his branch his family and to leave that place before the destruction happened and start a new world uh, and then you got jeremiah who was told that he wouldn't be listened to that he would see destruction despite his uh uh his teachings and that he would have to uh kind of work through that uh so i mean that's difficult enough in the first place but then also uh the fact is is that he had a lot of difficulties to work through we sometimes skip his a lot of his chapters and in fact we are going to be skipping a lot of his chapters but i think if we're not careful we can miss a huge number of lessons about hope uh, in his in his words and so i think there's going to be some words of comfort and hope in these particular chapters looking at the gathering <laughs> of Israel because of course he is preceding what is going to be the the complete scattering uh, of this people in fact in verse 3 of Jeremiah 30 it says for lo the days come saith the Lord that I'll bring again the captivity of my people Israel and Judah saith the Lord and I'll cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers and they shall possess it so straight away there there is words of hope that you know, in the future, there will be uh, peace once again for the children of Israel. And I think that that is um, a, an important message. And I think this is a message that we can all, again, apply to our lives, that there is great difficulties and trials in the world today. But there is also hope. Uh, we can all have hope for future things. Um, and this is... Um, something which can help us to get through the difficult times um, and in fact in verse 8 it says for it shall come to pass in that day saith the lord of hosts that i will break his yoke from off thy neck and will burst thy bonds and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him now this uh, reference to a yoke refer reminds me of a story about jeremiah which i've studied uh, in some of the other chapters that we're not going to be studying today uh, but it is all about uh, jeremiah and hananiah and basically, um, Jeremiah's prophecies were not popular amongst the people. Uh, he uh, was foretelling their destruction and that they had to change. And to be fair, even if they did change, you know, it still was coming. It was too late. They'd had generations and generations of teaching and prophets and 
casting away of prophets and they were just rejecting them one after the other. And so they knew that, uh, you know, this, this fall was going to happen. And Jeremiah was teaching about how it was going to happen for a long time. But uh, this person, Hananiah, who was a false prophet, uh, was teaching what the people wanted to hear and how uh, this would be overcome. And Jeremiah, as an object lesson, was, uh, was wearing a yoke, a wooden yoke around his neck to say about how, just like the, that yoke, that the Israelites would soon be placed, or the, or the kingdom of Judah would soon be placed under this uh, difficult bondage. Hananiah then, in this discussion with Jeremiah, goes over and breaks the yoke off, off Jeremiah and says, just like this is this yoke has been broken, um, you know, the, uh, the, the yoke on you will be broken after two years, which of course wasn't the Lord's plan. And uh, I think we learn a very important lesson here about trying not to, uh, to break or trying not to di dictate to the Lord, uh, what is going to happen uh, in in our lives? Of course, we can you know try and direct the the kind of things that will happen uh, in our lives uh, because we make the right choices or we follow with what the Lord has asked us to do. Uh, but in Hananiah's case, he's trying to dictate um, what the Lord will do, even despite the people's um, works. In fact, this is all in Jeremiah twenty eight. So if you want to have a look at it, it's all. There, but in Jeremiah twenty eight eleven, Hananiah says, "Thus saith the Lord: Even so, will I break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, from the neck of all nations within the, within the space of two full years." And uh, and Jeremiah the prophet went his way. So uh, it, uh, Jeremiah leaves, but the Lord tells him to go back and uh, tells him uh, that he to say that how. The yoke shall that shall be given to them shall be a yoke of iron, so they won't be able to break it themselves. They can't break it themselves. Um, and then Jeremiah dies that same year. Sorry, not Jeremiah. Hananiah dies that same year. So we don't know, if, of course, if his uh, works, his uh, false prophecies, were linked to his death that same year. But um, you know, we, we we can't be sure about that. So going back to uh, Jeremiah thirty. And uh, the hope that Jeremiah gives to the people um, after this uh, scattering has happened. And so going back to Jeremiah 30, we know that the Lord is telling them that this servitude, this uh, difficulty will come. But in verse 18, he says, Behold, I'll bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents and have mercy upon, on his dwelling places. And the city shall be builded up on her own heap and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry, and I will multiply them, and they shall not be few, and I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. So the Lord is saying how there will be a time when they will come again, uh, and how there will be joy once more, and the difficulty and the um, the judgment that is going to come upon them in, in very soon will only will be for a while but will end at some point um and as part of that <coughs> um hope is the gathering of israel and again uh, we're going to talk about this in verse jeremiah 31 verse 3 it says the lord hath appeared of old unto me saying yea i have loved thee with an everlasting love therefore with loving kindness have i drawn thee 
And that word loving kindness is again that word of hesed, which we have spoken about before, which is linked to a covenantal love that those who are of Israel and those who are, of course, by birth or adopted into that house of Israel, who is anyone who is baptized, has this <coughs> access to this uh, covenant love where the Lord tries to draw you in, that he physically, because of the covenants you've made, he can make even more um, impact or more influence in your life to draw you back to him. And this love is powerful. <coughs> Elder Dieter Fuchtdorf said, quote, He loves us because he is filled with an infinite measure of holy, pure and indescribable love. We are important to God, not because of our resume, but because of we are his children. He loves every one of us, even those who are flawed, rejected, awkward, sorrowful, or broken. God's love is so great that he loves even the proud, the selfish, the arrogant, and the wicked. What that, this means is that regardless of our current state, there is, there is hope for us. No matter our distress, no matter our sorrow, no matter our mistakes, our infinitely compassionate Heavenly Father desires that we draw near to him so that we can, he can draw near to us. Close quote. <clears throat> so this is a uh, a great blessing uh, and again a very hopeful message for us to to take on board tomorrow we'll continue with that message uh, and see more of how jeremiah despite the uh, difficulties that are forthcoming to these people gives them the hope uh, for the, give those that believe in uh, the lord the hope that uh, one day all things will be made right thank you so much for listening today and until we meet again